Oh man, there's so much to be thankful for. Uh, you, you know, I, I was looking over my my notes from like previous years. Like, what do I talk about in the beginning of the year? And uh, and a lot of times I'll, I'll I'll share the vision and I'll share what God did in Cornerstone Church and you know in the previous year. And as I I began to do that, I started to sit down and try to write down everything that God did in 2005 because that's just kind of the thing to do on New Year's Day and. Um, it was so cool because 2005 really was the first year where so many things were going on that I couldn't get my arms around it. Like I couldn't explain everything. I thought, well, there's no way in half an hour I could explain what God did because it's the first year where everything just kind of went out from here. Like, like, like you can't, for example, all our church plants. Like I couldn't tell you what's going on at our church in, in, in Idaho. You know, I can't explain everything that's going on there. I can't tell you what, what happened in our church in Moore Park. You know, I can't explain everything that's happened in Ohio, everything that's going on in Colorado. Um, I'm missing some. Yeah, I, I can't even tell you where we're at, you know. But, but yeah, you know, just, just, just what God's done with, with these uh, new churches we started. I, I can't explain, you, you know, you guys see like a, a church service here. We do four of these every weekend. And so there's a few thousand people that hear a message here. But now this year with the Internet... Man, every week, literally every week, thousands of people all around the world are logging in and listening to the messages and, and, and their lives are being changed. The DVD thing that we did, the Just Stop and Think, you know, that, that was on his old bumper, you know, it, it just, um, it, you know, that, that whole video, I mean, we, we have, we, I can't tell you how many thousands of hits we've gotten from that all around the world, all these people from all these different continents just thanking us. I, I can't tell you how many starving kids we fed this year. We gave you a little video of a glimpse of it, what we did with a few hundred thousand dollars, but do you know how many kids we are sponsoring as a church? I can't get my arms around it anymore. And, and then to think about the training that we're doing as we're training pastors overseas. And we've trained several thousand pastors in Africa this year. Trained them to teach the Word of God. And, and how do you measure each one of those guys going back and starting churches and, 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 and pastoring their churches and what they've done in each of those thousands of churches? You just go, okay, this is, this is just way beyond us now. This thing is just, just out of control, which is great. You know, and people constantly are leaving Cornerstone to go to these church plants, to go out on the mission field. Man, there are people all around the world, right? I can't tell you all of our missionaries. I can't tell you how they're doing, what they're all doing. There's just too much to track now. I mean, I get, I got an email from this family. I didn't even know, you know, but they said they've been coming here for a few years, and and I uh, said, yeah, you know, just want to type you an email and say thanks, but we're leaving, and our whole family's moving to to Mexico now, and just we're just gonna be missionaries, the six of us, and uh, so thanks for everything. I don't even know you, you know. It's just, you know, people are just going and doing all these things to where I thought, wow, that'd be really belittling of God. If I were to try to explain in half an hour, oh, this is what God did in 2005. You can't. You can't. It's too big now, and, it, and, it's, and it's exciting. Because it's, I remember, I remember like seven, eight years ago at the church, we had like a picnic over at Rancho Park, and uh, there was like three, four hundred people there, and I was just floored, like, whoa. We could do something, you know, in Simi Valley. You know, like we can impact Simi Valley, and it's just so... You don't know how it blows my mind to sit here a few years later and go, okay, now we're we're global, and now it's like, 
we, we, I, I can't, I can't explain. I don't know what Kevin and Jessica are doing in Lima, Peru. You know, I, I mean, get all these updates from people in Papua New Guinea. You know, just, just all India, in the Middle East, everything. And you just go, okay, I, I don't, I, I don't even remember. You know, it's so cool to see Carrie. I, you know, it, it's so easy to forget. Oh yeah, you went to Romania three years ago, and and now you're adopting this this orphan and 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 bringing him home and everything else. It's just. An amazing year, an absolutely amazing year. Um, and, and yet, with that, um, it's it, it's been a, it's there's some tough things too. You know, it's it's been a tough year for some of us. Um, gosh, this has been the toughest weekend for me. Um, you know, last last night was a disaster. Last night I came up here and just tried to be all happy, you know, and just, ah, you know, this is what we're going to do. And I finally just said, you guys, I, I'm just spent. I am so wiped out. Um, uh, it's been an awesome week, but it's 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 been a, a just a draining week. One of the things that I thank God for this last year is um, I, I'm a very selfish person. I, I just am. I, I wake up, I think about myself, I, I think about what I want to do, what I want. I think about myself quite often. And, I, and I, I pray, and I pray in the morning, I say, God, help me to love people. Help me not to think about myself so much. This has been my prayer for years. And, you know, and I, and I see growth, and I see God working on me. And, and, it's, and it's awesome, you know. It's like, okay, I, I, I care. I really do care. And yet the more you care the harder it is to live life, <laughs> you know? You, you just get drained, you know, when, when I, I, you know, even between services. Many times, 11.30, by 11.30, I'm just spent. And, and, and even a couple of weeks ago, you know, after 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm in the prayer room just praying and, you know, talking to people and working with people. And, and, and then uh, you just, a couple of weeks ago, I felt like I was going to collapse, literally collapse. Like I just, you know, when you just give, 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 and you're looking in people's eyes and you're caring for them and loving them. Man, I, I miss the days when I could just nod my head and go, huh, huh. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, when you really love and care, it's just like it takes everything out of you. And, and it's the greatest feeling to, to spend your life that way and to give. I mean, no, no, no complaining up here. It's just, it's, it's the greatest thing you can do. And you even see Jesus, you know, just, you know, just getting away. And, and, um, and, and this, this, you know, you guys, you guys heard Kurt back there, um, just thanking God for the church. And, um, um, I just I just met him this week. Awesome, awesome guy, and his his son Ryan, and his sons Kyle and uh, and Weston, and uh, his his wife Gretchen. You know, they came here for the first time a couple months ago. After the first weekend, she writes me the nicest note. You know, a nice note. Ooh, you know, just just you know, thanking me for everything. You know, and thanking the church and and just what she got out of this place and learned from us and. Uh, uh, you know, they just, they had a crazy year, you know, built his dream house, you know, out there in Wood Ranch, just this beautiful, beautiful place, you know, you see it up there on the, on the hill, you know, and, and, um, but in July she was diagnosed with, um, with lung cancer, non-smoker, 42, um, and, uh, you know, we went and visited him on Tuesday and visited her and prayed with her and just had a great time of prayer and just talking and, and just sweet, just peaceful, everything. 
And then Wednesday morning, uh, she went home to be with the Lord. And, uh, and um, you know, just, just uh, I just love them, you know. I, I just met them, but I love them. And uh, this whole place was packed. There's more than this, more people than this at their memorial service yesterday. And just a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful time. Um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, if someone here invited them, you know, praise God that, that one of you guys brought them here at a time when, uh, when they needed it. And, um, you know, by, by being with Kurt and the boys this week, just, you know, wiped me out. Um, I, and, and I know a lot of us go through, like, painful things. And you guys have shared with me, I, I've done a lot of memorial services this year. And I'm seeing some of your faces and going, wow, I remember you, you know, lost this person, you lost that person, and, and the pain we went through and, and everything else. And I, I know I don't ordinarily stop a service and say, let's pray for this one family, but if you don't mind, Kurt, I, I'd like our, our whole church body to pray for you guys. Um, would you guys join me in a word of prayer? God, I thank you so much for Kurt and just knowing him even just for one week. And uh, I see you doing something so special in that man and just his life. And I know just even his journey and, and really finding you this week. And um, God, I just pray that you just make him an incredible man, an incredible father. Just keep using him. I thank you so much for his courage and strength and just seeing what a great dad he already is. And now with you and his life, God, just, just take it to the next level. I, I thank you for Ryan and, and his strength and his sensitivity and just what an awesome, awesome boy he is. And, and for the twins, uh, Kyle and Weston, Lord, God, I know what it's like just to, to lose parents. And, and God, I, I just pray that you would just strengthen these boys and that this, this 2006 would just be an amazing year, an amazing year of recovery and an amazing year of a start of new things. Um, God, I pray for everyone that was in this room yesterday, Lord, that they would just take life a little more seriously and, and realize what really matters here on this earth. Oh, God, I, I thank you for your grace. I thank you that Gretchen is with you right now. Oh, it gives us so much peace to think about where she is and, uh, and that people would love enough to uh, to bring them here and just for their family. Uh, God, you, you know what each person needs and I just pray that you you just do it. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, last night, you know, I was just, Ah, just wiped out, you know, it just was a, a long, long day, week, and beautiful, you know, God does great things, and I, I, I hear like some of your testimonies, you know, like you shared, this was like some of the toughest things in your life this year, and yet, at the end of the year, you thank God for it, and go, wow, that's what, what brought me closer to Him, and, uh, and for a lot of us, it's a tough year, and, and we go, gosh, I the trials, and, and yet you can still thank God for it. N- not because it was fun and not because you laughed through the whole year, but you go, you know, it, it changed me. It did something for me. Um, look, I, I know that some of you feel like quitting right now. I mean just quitting everything. You know, there's times, I, you know, last night I try to fake it and go, oh, everything's great, and then you just stop halfway through and go, 
all right, I, I feel like sleeping right now. I don't want to be here. Really didn't want to be here at 8.30 service. <laughs> they wouldn't have even known. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, after this service, I jump on a plane, I fly out to Nashville and speak to, you know, thousands of college students all week, and then I jump on another plane and fly to Green Bay and just speak to thousands of high school students, and I just go, you know what, I'd rather just sit at home and hang out with my kids, and I just don't want to do it, you know? I just want to lay around. I want to just, you know, that's really what's going on in my mind right now. Um, and, and, and we all get this way at times, right? You know, you just get wiped out by life. And some of you dads that uh, I know it's been a tough year for you. You're struggling. You're trying to get all your finances together. And you're going, man, I got these kids. I got this family. I got to be strong. I got to support my wife. I got to do this. I got to do that. And yet things are falling apart at work. And you just, you just want to run. Some of you moms, man, I don't know how you do it. You know, there have just been a couple of days that I've been home with the four kids, you know, by myself. And I'm, oh, man. <laughs> You know, seriously, it's like, okay, next one that cries is going in the garage. You know, it's just, I can't take it. I can't, I can't take it anymore. I'm like this zombie. I, I can't think, you know. And they all want to ask you something at the same time, you know. And, and, and I know some of you, you just go, okay, I'm at the edge. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I'm at the end. I, 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 and, and you want to quit. And you know what? Some people quit this year, and they regret it. And it's been a horrible year for some people. Some people quit and said, you know what, I, I just can't handle reality. And they get addicted, you know, to some substance or, or pornography or whatever it is. And I just want to escape the real world. Some people that were sitting here in New Year's service, you know, last year, you know, it was the year they ended their marriage or they, they had an affair and they cheated on their spouse. And, you know, we have other people that were sitting in, in this room last year at this time of year and they're in jail now. And, you know, it's, it's, it's reality. We all feel like quitting. There's times when we all feel like quitting. There's times when you, you just you force yourself to do something you don't really want to do. Because what's the alternative? You're going to quit? You're going to quit? You know, that last service, you know, Dave Phillips from Children's Hunger Fund, you know, who was sitting there and he was just sharing my ear. But I thought about him. I thought, gosh, how many times has that guy probably wanted to quit? But what are you going to do? Just, just let all these starving kids die? You know, listen, I, I, it, it's a war that we're in. I mean, you guys know me, man. I, I love to enjoy God and His blessings. And I believe He's so glorified when we are satisfied in Him, when we're just, oh, this is the greatest thing, knowing God. But there's also a reality that there's tough weeks and there's tough years, there's tough minutes where you just feel like, I can't do it anymore. I just want to give up. I just want to quit. But, but it's like, where are you, you going to go? What are you going to do? You, you're just going to throw in the towel? You're going to walk away from the Creator, from God? Look, I know it's hard to follow Him sometimes. I know it's hard to, to, to walk the straight and narrow and live the way that God wants you to. But there's a world out there that's dying that needs our help, and, and we've got to do something. You, you, you don't give up on that. You don't quit on that. 
I want you to watch this video. It's just about two minutes long. I just want to get your reaction to it. This, a bunch of our college students went down to Santa Monica and, and filmed this uh, just, just a couple weeks ago. And I, I just want to see what you think when you see this. I guess it's like the true meaning is like God's birth and stuff. It's a belief of nothingness. It's just this whole thing to get money and make people believe in a religion that to me is retarded. You think of the word Christmas? Think of Santa Claus. Santa? Presents. Presents? What do you know Christmas is? lot of presents. Sweet dude, thanks. Christmas really means just spending time with your family. I mean, it don't matter. You don't have to have presents. It's nice to get presents, but I mean, I mean, you don't really have to get presents. It's just the fact that you spend time with your family, you know, your whole family, like everybody at one time. And just the fact, you know. Family. Good food. Good food. Yeah. Um, being here just reminds me how, uh, Fake Christmas seems to me. I don't know what Christmas means, to tell you the truth. To be honest, I have no idea. I think it's uh, it's just when Jesus Christ was born. Um, well, for me, it's going to church the, um, the night before on Christmas Eve and spending that time with my family. How come you go to church the night before? Um, because it's just a tradition ever since I was born. I'm Catholic, and so that's what we do. Uh, pretty much just uh, being with your family and, you know, just like sharing, giving pretty much. Of course it's receiving, you always like to receive stuff. But yeah, pretty much just being with your family and just sharing the whole experience. It's a good time. Uh, families getting together, uh, giving away presents and everything. Beautiful time, I guess. Family time and getting gifts because I'm atheist so I don't believe in religion. Getting money from old people, pretty much. Uh, let me think about that. Uh, going to like crazy hardcore death metal concerts and like getting money to do that from like old people like that you never see. So yeah, you get money. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just like another day. Well, I guess it's like the day where you should be with your friends and family. What's your meaning of Christmas? Well, I mean, obviously Christmas, it was celebrating the birth of Jesus. But, um, I think it's become a, you know, completely a retail-driven holiday. Uh, the original meaning? Whatever you think about Christmas. The original meaning, what you think about Christmas and what... I hate Christmas. What do you, what do you feel when you watch that? Yeah, it's just sad. You, you just go, but that's that's the world we live in. And it's just random, you know. Just like, okay, what do you think of this? You you walk go go walk up to the mall and say, hey, what do you think about Christ? 
I don't know. I guess it's fine for some people. Uh, you know, and, and you, you talk about Christmas. You, you know, we, we sometimes forget that's, that's where the world is. So why, why don't we just all quit? You know? That's why we don't quit. It's like, man, I get so sad when I see people and I go, man, you don't, you don't even care to know your creator, the one who made you. You, you don't, you don't know that you can know God, this relationship with God. I mean, does it, does it hurt you? You know, when you read the Bible and when Jesus saw people, he, he looks at people and it says in, in Matthew 9, when he saw this crowd, this is, this is what went through his head. It says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And, and, and the Bible says that when Jesus saw these crowds of people, it says they felt compassion. But that, that word compassion doesn't really do it justice because the actual Greek word is the, is the word for bowels. It's the idea that, that, that he had this, this pain in the pit of his stomach when he saw these crowds of people wandering around. Because when he saw them, he says, well, they're just wandering around. They're like sheep without a shepherd. They, they, they don't know where to go, and there's, there's no one to, to just lead them. There's no shepherd you know, who really cares about them and says, look, here's the way, here's the path. He goes, that's the way he sees the people. He says, sure, there's many religious leaders. There are a bunch of, bunch of religious leaders during that day, but they didn't really care. And Jesus says, look at all these people. They're just wandering around like sheep without a shepherd, and it broke his heart. It, it, it hurt from the very core of his stomach, like, oh, Look at these people. And so he tells his disciples in the next verse, he goes, so, so, he goes this, this harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray. Pray that God would send workers into his harvest. You know, we're starting this week off with just a week of prayer. You know, our, our, our youth ministries, you know, let's just devote the first week to prayer. Prayer, fasting, you know, you can read about that in your bulletin. If you want to come and start your day with prayer, end your day with prayer, just pray with other people. But, but this, this brokenness of Jesus himself, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is, do you care? Do you hurt? Do you watch a video like that and truly get sad to the point where you go, man, we've got we to gotta do something. That's why we, we live the lives we do and keep caring for people, loving people. The, the Apostle Paul in, in, in Philippians, what, what he says in, uh, in Philippians 3, verse uh, 18, he, he says this, he goes, For as I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Paul says, I, I've said it, I've told you this many times. He goes, but there are people who hate the cross and everything it stands for. But Paul doesn't just say, oh, you know, it, it stinks, all these people hate the cross. He says, I'm saying this with tears. See, so often in churches, churches can appear angry, like we're just mad at the world. How dare you do, you know, and, and we just want to rebel against everything that goes on. And, 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 and listen, I, I'm not thrilled with where the world's headed. Okay, I, I, I'm the last guy that's thrilled with the morality of, of America. And yet at the same time, the response can't be anger all the time of just all these protests and rebellion. At some point, it's got to kill you. You know, like Jesus, he saw it and it just, there was just a pit in his stomach. Paul sees it and he says, man, I'm writing this with tears in my eyes. Because people don't love the cross. 
And most of the people you'll run into hate the cross and what it stands for. You know, God's most loving act and people can't stand it because they can't, they, they hate the thought that, well, what the cross stands for is that, that you have sinned. That what the, the cross stands for is that you've actually broken God's law and you deserve the cross. You deserve His punishment because we've all done things in life that we're not proud of. Things that, that are offensive to God. And, and so we deserve God's punishment. That's what it stands for. But it stands for a loving God that says that He loved you so much that rather than you being punished, He puts His own Son on the cross. And His Son pays for your crimes. Now most of us in this room, we embrace that. We love that. We say that's the greatest news in the world. But guess what? Most of the world hates it. Most of the world wants to believe, no, but I'm a good person. I, I'm going to come before God and tell Him how good I am, and He's just going to let me in because I'm so good. I don't need the cross. I don't need someone to pay for my crimes. My crimes aren't that great. And you got most of the world screaming out how good they are. And so for us to sit in this room thanking God for our forgiveness, admitting our need for a Savior, it's just like that girl said on the video, they think it's retarded. It's just a made-up religion. It's just this or that. No, I'm a good person. I'm going to get there. You guys, does that break your heart? See, when Paul says it, he goes, you know, people live as enemies of the cross. He goes, and I've said that so many times, but I'm saying it again, and it's with tears in my eyes to break your heart. You guys, this is why we do what we do. Because it breaks our heart that people are walking all around Simi Valley and are going to bed tonight having no idea that the one who made them, their creator, loves them and is crazy about them. Christmas Eve was a, a zoo here, if you guys came. It was just out of control. First couple services, I mean, kids were all the way up onto the stage, you know, and then, you know, the, the satellite room was completely full, the, the, the lobby was completely full, and then people just started walking away because there's just no more room. You know, first couple of services, it happens on Easter every year, you know, where, where people get here and there's no room, they just walk away. Last, last night, a girl got baptized and she says, uh, she goes, it's funny that you said that because I was invited to Cornerstone about a year and a half ago by a friend and they invited me for five months straight and I kept saying, no, the place is too crowded, you know. And, uh, and then I finally came and she got baptized last night. You guys, it's, it's, just, it's just, it's sad. Because every time someone walks away from the church, you know, and it, and it happens at 10 o'clock service, you know, this gets full, the satellite room gets full, people just, they just walk away. Every time someone walks away, that is a soul that is just as valuable as my own. And that's why it kills me. It's like, wow, that, that could be me searching for God and there's no room. And then I go, see, that's where I go, okay, th this year we've got to do something different. We've got we to make some room. We've got to make some space. And so we're going we're gonna to build another building. Um, we're going to build a, a building over there. And, and what it's going to be is, like, for example, starting next week in our satellite room where, you know, they watch it on video, you know, some people, hi, uh, you're watching right now, um, over there is we're going to have some, you know, live worship leader over there. Um, and we're going to start just starting different rooms around here where uh, we have live worship and everything else. And then when it comes time for the message, you'll just see it on the video screen. But it's the best we can do right now. 
because um, we're planting churches, we're doing everything we can, but this will this will hopefully help the need. And, and there'll be different styles of worship in some of these other rooms. You know, for those who want more of a traditional feel, or more of an unplugged feel, or a quieter feel, or or whatever it may be, and, and start working on that. But we're going to build a, a larger building over there. Um, I'll show you the plans for it, uh, a satellite room over there by where the old Jack Shoes building is. Um, that, that orange part, those are the chairs. Oh, back, 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 back. The, the orange parts, uh, those are, that's the main sanctuary. Uh, the other part, those are just rough sketches. That's really not the way it's going to look. The other part is um, actually going to be divided into like a library and some classrooms for the college. And so uh, it's going to be kind of like a college building or whatever else. Okay, you really want to go to this one. Okay, we will. This is... Um, this is, uh, these are the classrooms that currently exist. You know how uh, it just doesn't look real good over there? Um, it's just sprucing up our children's department. This would only cost like, the other building will cost like between two to three million dollars. This will cost probably a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. It's just facades up there. That's the estimate. And we want to put a little playground in between the, the rooms. But uh, a lot of it is just to dress up that area because if you noticed, you know, the antique shops over there were all done up all nice, and then Penny Pinchers on the other side, you know, you know, made themselves real nice, and then here's the white trash cornerstone in the middle. And uh, so we want to just, just fix it up. I mean, even just, just our testimony to the community, you know. It's like, okay, let's, let's kind of fit in with everyone else. And uh, so, so that's what we're going to do. And um, you, you guys know me. I, it, it's been 12 years, and we've never had a fundraiser at the church and I don't, I, I'm just not good at that stuff. I don't like that stuff. And, uh, and so I don't want to do one for this. I just, you know, just, just give a ton today and let's just take care of it. Um, there's my fundraiser. Um, no, you know, I just don't want to get wrapped up in it all. And, and, and we did, I, I did talk to the elders and said, you know, uh, half of, you know, this weekend's weird because half of it falls on 2005, half of it's 2006. So where does the money go? Do we split it? And we're like, you know what, let's just make this weekend everything that comes in goes to that building and let's just get a, enough of a big down payment to just kind of take care of that thing. I, that, that's what we'd like to see happen. And uh, just because I, I hate, I, I don't want to send you guys stuff in the mail. Hey, buy a door for $200 or buy a ceiling tile for 20 And I, I, I just... It's just not me. I, I, I think it's great other people can do that. I just don't want to get distracted by all those things. But, but it's, it's not about the building. It's just about, you know what, we need, a, we need space. That'll fit another six, seven hundred people in there every service. And it's like, okay, that'll, that'll help alleviate some of the crowd problems and, and this or that. But it's, it's not about crowds. It's just about souls. And it's just about, look, don't, don't think the month goes by where I don't think about quitting. You know, we all feel that way. But then you look at the world, you look what's out there, you look at the needs, you look at real hurts, and you go, I can't quit. Some of you guys, this weekend, my prayer is that some of you turn it around. We're starting a new year. Some of you guys really messed up last year. And you'll be the first to admit it. And you just went in the wrong directions. We've all done that. And uh, it's a new year, though. It's a new start. For some of you right now, um, you know, the worship team's going to come up and we're just going to sing a couple songs. But for some of you guys, you don't need to sing. Some of you guys need to come before God and just ask Him for the strength to turn things around this year. Some of you guys need some prayer. If you guys want some prayer, I'll be up here in the prayer room. Maybe you're just hurting today and you just need someone to talk to. Some of you, maybe you want to get baptized right now and just say, you know what, I want to start the new year right. 
I believe in Jesus. I know he died on the cross for me, but I never just took that step to really start that whole new life and publicly confess it in front of everyone. You can do that this morning. Even though you weren't planning on it, just come up and get in the tank. We'll get you wet and you go home wet. And just remember, man, I started off this new year a little uncomfortable, you know, and, uh, but I did what was right in God's eyes. And, uh, and for that to be the start of this new year. Did I talk about the Bible reading already? Oh, I didn't, gosh, I'm so messed up today. Uh, when you leave, some of you need to start reading the Bible every day. You, we'll give you these pieces of paper. You can get this blue one. It, it's just a reading plan to read through the Bible in a year. Um, like this morning, I, I read the first one, Genesis 1 to 3 and Matthew 1. And, 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 and me, it took me, and this is me with reading and the way I get it. It's like, oh, no, look at that fly. You know, and, and, and just, you know, just distracted King ADD. You know, it took me nine minutes, okay, nine minutes, you know, to read through this. And that's reading and going, oh, what did I do? You know, when I read it, I'm reading it over again. You know, and just to get through the Bible this year and say, you know what, I want to, this is, this is what's going to keep you strong through the year. And if you go, well, I don't know if I can do that, then this yellow one, this is just for the New Testament. Okay, so if you're, if you're going to get this, you better grab and just hide it, you know, and, or say, oh, it's for my four-year-old. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, you know, a lesser commitment. It's just reading the New I'm, I'm just teasing. I mean, but, but really, you know, I, I really challenge you to try to read through the Bible this year. And in this way, if we all go through this plan, then I can, you know, on the weekends go, ah, oh, it's like what we read, you know, this week in Genesis 1, and we can refer to some of those things as well. But uh, whatever you need to do during this time, the usher is going to come forward. Some of us are going to worship. Some of us need some prayer. Some of us need to get baptized. Some want to take communion. Whatever God's calling you to do, just be obedient to him. That's all I'm asking.